0: One disclaimer before we start, this episode was recorded on August 25th. We spaced it out a little bit so that you could hear Eric Rankin's episode, but there have been a few conversations that have happened with the soccer field since then, so people who are really in the know might recognize that this is a bit uh, older information, but still a lot of great detail and information about this this topic, so we're going to go ahead and put that out for you now. And the other exciting news is that we have a new sponsor. We want to thank BRE Law for being the new sponsor of PodBN. Uh, We really appreciate your support that you have shown for PodBN and will enable us to keep bringing this material to you.
1: We have the fields and there's a need there we, because we're losing the fields. There's been others that have stepped in and say, hey, I have a plan and and here's where we can go. This is the first time with us raising money that it's us actually going, yes, we need to do something. And then also talking with the city and going, yes, if you build it, we will be a tenant. Yeah. that That's really the first kind of involvement that us soccer people have, have had in this.
0: Pod BN. Yeah, I think for this one, like, I'm assuming we're just gonna kind of stick to the um, the issue of the sports complex, mm-hmm. right? So, um, so by I mean, the way, you guys gotta lead that conversation. Okay. <laughs> I, I am far removed from knowing what the hell I'm talking about there, so well, yeah, I, I think will I add in what too. I can. but So it's going to be like you educating <clears> us throat> and throat> us asking questions. Yeah, but. that's, awesome. <laughs> that's what awesome. what I wanted to do this is because I feel like it's almost like a bike pass where it's just like, hey, does anyone want a bike pass on Empire? And everyone instantly knows, like, yes or no, mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Um, but they have no information at all about what it actually entails, and so the... Same goes here, right? It's right. like, do you want a sport complex? Like, right. everyone's just got reaction, yes or no, but most people don't even know the history of this, what it'd be used for, mm-hmm. what, you know, what it's like. So, All right, I'll start it off. You do the ad. Okay. Oh. Three, two, one, here we go. From the Play Normal eSports studio, this is PodBN. I am Tyson. I'm Justin. And we are here today with Jeremy Kelly, the secretary of the Illinois Fire Junior Soccer Club, to talk about the local soccer scene and the uh, proposal of a sport complex.
2: Thank you to our friends at BRE Law for sponsoring this episode. BRE Law is there for you when you are injured and need legal help because they know when it comes to your claim, good isn't good enough. You deserve the best. To find out more about about how BRE Law can help you, visit BRE injured law.com. And with that,
0: we'll welcome Jeremy. How you doing? I'm doing well. Cool. Well, as we were talking before we turned the mics on, this is not an issue that Justin and I know a whole lot about. We're not soccer soccer dads or soccer players. So, can you um, just kind of Explain the the situation that's going on with soccer in our community. Sure,
1: and kind of why this is an issue people are talking on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, some know, some don't. Um, The uh, Illinois Fire Juniors Club, which is two former clubs, so you had uh, PCSL, Prairie City Soccer League, um, right now they, there's about 1,200 kids that play recreational soccer. They've been around for 40 years, um, been out at the airport at community fields. And then you also have uh, formerly the Fusion, Illinois Fusion, so that's that travel soccer league. Uh, those two clubs combine together to become Illinois Fire Juniors. There's, so there's about 2,000 kids total now that are playing soccer, and uh, they're out at community fields, which is the home, home field for Illinois Fire Juniors. Um, Community fields came together, I I don't have the exact date, 15, 20 years ago. Um, And it was put together kind of a coalition of people, said, hey, let's do this at the airport property right off the end of the runway, put these fields together. Um, Nicer place, you know, 16, 18 fields out there, a shed, but there's no running water, there's no electricity. Um, So it's while it's a little bigger than a park, it's a little nicer than a park, um, it's still pretty low on the totem pole as far as a complex um, then at some point in the, the past um, Central Illinois Regional Airport came to the club and said hey uh, need to need to move off the fields at some point here um, there was a five year lease they said there's not going to be another one that was actually extended they said okay that's your last one and uh, then a lot of pressure a lot of talk happened and so now we are in our final lease and they changed a lot of the terms it's to a three year lease and that ends at the end of next year so that's kind of caused the need of, hey, we got 2,000 kids playing soccer. We can't just go back to the parks, can't just be spread out in the community. Uh, we need to find some some workable solution. Uh, so what are the ages of the kids? Uh, you are down to, I think, U5, uh, five, so five years old in, in the rec clinics. Um, travel side doesn't U8 uh, and then it goes up to 18, 18
2: 18 19 so senior senior year of high school 16 18 fields I didn't know there was that many out there that's yeah. a lot are they all,
1: well like utilized every during the season oh every yeah field? yeah it's i mean if you go out there uh, any given evening Tuesday Wednesday Thursday a lot of the travel clubs are out there there's actually so many kids on the rec side that they can't all practice at the, yeah. the field complex. So the PCSL side only plays their games out there. You go out any given Saturday, Sunday, you're going to see 40, 50 different teams out there. Not to mention teams coming in from the, you know, Champagne, Peoria, whatever, playing right. games.
2: So was this always, was the community fields always supposed to be short-term or did Did nobody really know? It was just kind of.
1: Yeah, I think nobody even, nobody really knew. Like it was the, hey, let's put this, because I don't see them spending all that money and time to, Mm -hmm. you know, invest in it and do something if they thought it was a five year deal. Right. Um, But then at some point, and this was way before me, you know, I've been on the board the last two years, but at some point it came in, um, either FAA said something about, hey, we're concerned, or airport said, hey, uh, we just don't want you off the end of the runway. I
2: remember picking that out of the news a couple years ago where they said, I, I, I remember them saying it was FFA. Or FAA, FAA yeah. Um, but then I also thought that was funny. If F, if FAA is saying that, then they also were able to extend the lease. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Usually, if a federal agency says don't do something, you got to quit doing it. And and there's been controversy on
1: that. Like, yeah. did the FAA say that? Did they not? I I don't know. I wasn't hmm. here in 2001 when it yeah. happened. All we've heard is basically, hey, you need to move. We need yeah. we need to get out and. Some of the reasons you know, given were uh the the lease rates um that hey you're doing a below below market lease rate, so the lease was adjusted to go back to basically what farm rates okay. are you know the equivalent, but then there's well is is that the right rate, or could they sell the land like they have over at uh ovation and right you know you know over there could could they have a better use for the land? Could you do something like that, and then do you even safety wise want kids just hanging out off the end of the runway sure um so we're you know we're trying to talk with them and say. Where we at? But but the bottom line is they don't want us there anymore. So they haven't for a little while, and they're trying to go.
2: Okay, get a plan, get something together, and it it hasn't happened. So now, where where you guys are at now is needing to find another location to move 2,000 people um, to play soccer at. What are some of the solutions that you've heard that could be a possibility? So um, yeah, there's, a, there's a range, right? Yeah, so and, you, and I'm not asking for, like, how likely they are to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What right. are
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the solutions that, that so, have been proposed? So you'll so you get some people that are like, oh, go back to the parks. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we had that this spring where it rained and rained and rained and rained. Like, I can show you a picture. Fields underwater. It was bad news. Um, you should have seen the Facebook. It was like every day. Here's where practices are being held. And you're on okay. 16 different parks and two retention basins and churches. And it, it, you're all over town. It didn't work. We're... We're a lot bigger of a club than we were back when you could play at the parks, right? Sure. Um, there's another club in town, Millennium, mm-hmm. that they play over the Field, which is on the um, southwest side of town. Okay. Um, they got about six fields worth, think, and I know they're expanding. Um, they're a separate club. They got about 200 players or so, travel only. Um, some people are like, "Hey, you could go there." Well, if you look at the size, I mean, you know, we're we're like 10 times the size, right? We got right. all these players, all these fields i don't know that that would work out um bottom line is you got to make a choice we could either move the fields where they are we're we're sitting on 65 acres now we're looking for something 80 or 100 acres in size so we want to go a little bit bigger expand because we are growing we keep having more and more happen more and more people come club but we're looking for something like that 100 acres you're just not going to find that around here so then to your question on options, we either got to decide: Are we going to do something ourselves, or is this a moment? in Time the community wants to say, "Hey, we want to do something bigger. We want to have an economic impact." Because because if we move the field someplace else, yeah, we'll pick up a few tournaments. Right. But you're not going to get you know lacrosse tournaments and
2: yeah, it, it, we're not we're just not running that. Sure. So, how sixty five acres currently eighty to one hundred makes sense. Is, is Bloomington? a larger soccer community than surrounding areas? Do you know that those numbers like Peoria, Champaign, Springfield? So, so um, we might be a
1: little bit bigger. I mean, it'd, it'd be a little comparable. I, I think Springfield might be as big, as, uh, as, big as, yeah.
2: as... And how, how do they manage? Are, are they publicly owned so, cars? So each or? one's different. Um, yeah. So
1: you go to Champaign, for example, you got U of I oh, yeah. right there. So they have built-in fields and turf, and they run a lot of their stuff there, or what's the community college? Uh, Dod- Dodds Field. So they they have you know two college Kind of complexes that are set up that they use. That's where their clubs operate over there. Um, You go to Springfield, same thing. They have uh, uh, University of Springfield that park right on the south side of town. That's where their club operates out of. You go to Peoria, they have a couple different clubs. Uh, One has like a Morton building. Mm -hmm. Think uh, Game Time Gym, like an indoor sort of thing and some fields around that over by the cat plant. They have some indoor, like um, what's it called the yard, and yeah. so, so so they have a couple different spots they
2: use for for those club. But so uh, is there no opportunity for us between ISU, Wesley, and Heartland, any of that to make something happen? Well, I have uh, show me where you got a dozen fields
1: at yeah. ISU or a dozen fields at at Wesley. So and it's, it's just not the same. It, it's not okay. the same setup, yeah. Um, and then you go to an ISU and you talk, say, "Hey, wouldn't you like to build this out?" Well, they you know they also <laughs> want to do Hancock, they also want to do yeah. Uh, other upgrades, and and there's a question as to whether they could do it for, then, a private uh, charitable, you know, 501c3 setup.
0: So you're, if I'm going to summarize your priorities, then, of... Um, assume that the same space was still available; that sure. that wasn't an issue. Um, there's still the issue that there's no utilities going out there, right? Yeah. So you're using like porta potty yeah, exactly, for all those people. Okay. Um, and then um, there's no like concession stand. There's not really even right. any cover out there. Right? Yeah, we
1: we have one building, like a Morton building. You know that that Parks and Rec also uses to store all the mowers and stuff like that. Mm. And um, but to your point, no electricity. Yeah, you can get in out of the rain if it comes, but it's not that big. Yeah, um, and and if we were wanting to upgrade, which we clearly do, you know, we'd love to put in uh, crazy things like plumbing and electricity. You, you can't really out there. Yeah, and then if what's the instead of even apart pave the uh, parking lot, you know, concrete the parking lot. Well, you got to move in a couple of years, so I spend a million dollars to do that.
0: Yeah, I'd probably throw in from my perspective too, uh, accessibility. Like you mm-hmm. have to get you have to drive there right there's not really any way for a pedestrian or a biker to get there right not really not yeah so it's it's um auto centric i guess um and then is if you're trying to go from 65 to 100 is that a need to like there is a need for more space or is that just uh, yeah
2: do you know your
1: growth projections over the next so you look you look back i want to say we've we've grown something like 500 kids over the last couple years um so it you're getting a little. I don't exactly know yeah, because it's, you're getting, it's always a guess. And and look at what's happening to football right now. Yeah. As football's going down, concussions. We're seeing. We're getting more and more people. Like you look at our youngest five, six, seven, eight. Huge numbers. You know, yeah. our academy's the, huge, the the biggest it's been. I do think that's somewhat parents... You know, I did this with my son. Yeah, you're not going to play football. Yeah, He already wanted to play soccer, so it was good. <laughs> it but, worked out. But, <laughs> but, you know, other parents, I know, are choosing that. And, sure. And I, that's why I think you're seeing lacrosse grow. That's why I think you're seeing soccer grow in some of these other sports.
0: Yeah. Ironically, uh... Based on the information, I have still one of the highest rates of concussions in a sport, though. So yeah, it, it, it is like there. second, and yeah. it's, it's from going up and doing headers and yeah, stuff. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: But they've changed the rules now. Uh, under 12, you can't do headers. Oh, so really? They're, yeah, they're starting to kind of address that stuff because yeah. they're going to uh, see what's happening over there. Yeah, yeah. that
0: makes sense, yeah. Um, that's not just a pick on soccer. I, I was a basketball player, and basketball's up there, too. Yeah. So um, I got hit in the head a lot in basketball. I was a metalhead headbanger. Same thing.
2: Yeah. Explains a lot.
0: I also watch uh, Bloomington and normal city council uh, meetings and just <laughs> smash my head against the wall sometimes. Yeah. So. That's fair. <laughs> so
2: what, how long ago was it now that the idea of, like, this huge sports complex comes up? I remember sure. I was on the Chamber of Commerce board at the time, and we had a – lady come in from a you know consultant-type position, come in and pitch us this thing. And, was that Katie Kim uh, with the yes, Stark? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I remember some of that. But kind of give us the background on that and how that came to be and sure. your guys' involvement in that discussion. Was yeah, like. absolutely. So it goes back even farther than that. I mean,
1: like I said, we're in a three-year lease that ends at the end of next year. Um, there's been at least two other five-year leases where they said, this is the last one. <laughs> um, so there was a group back uh oh geez A long time ago that had the combine the Y and, yeah. and the I um, can't remember the acronym but Citizens Advocating for Area Youth or something yeah. like that and and their whole plan was hey let's move the Y, let's put a soccer thing together, and let's do a 1% sales tax mm-hmm. increase. And and the sales tax increase went through, but the money never went to soccer or never yeah. went to the Y, and so now you have the Y raising all this money doing doing that, and we're raising money trying to do fields. That was there. Um, then the Katie Kim, uh, Dave Stark plan came together where it's, hey, we have this land, we got an idea, can we kill two birds with one stone and do this? And that wasn't us. I mean, everybody's like, oh, it's the soccer people. The, that was an outside yeah business owners coming to forward saying hey does this does this work can we put it together they talked to us in that um hey would you guys what would you guys need how many fields would you need like those sort of sure. questions to gather their kind of proposal but they the last time I saw that you know it had uh, ice hockey potentially in it yeah. it had it had a whole bunch of stuff I remember
2: right? when they came and gave the presentation in, at the chamber it was uh it was huge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It had like baseball and it softball it had and Yeah. yeah uh, cricket. cricket. Yeah, Yep. That was right. a big one. Yep. So,
1: so that, you know, different plan of, uh, and we were saying at the time, yeah, hey, if this gets built, we'll clearly be the biggest tenant. Yeah. I mean, we'll go, we'll go and be the tenant. That's fine. And then the city kind of the evolution, um, there'd been a lot of talk of should the city do something? And they were looking at the numbers. Yeah. Saying, where'd you get these numbers from? So then that's where they said, we don't know what we're doing. We don't live this daily, operate these. Let's get a consultant in. Brought in, I can't remember the the yeah. company, but brought them in. They did the report about eighteen months ago, and that's where they said, "Is it economically viable? What kind of money would it raise? What could you do?" And then that's where the community's more been talking of, "Do we do a, a multi-sport complex?" Sure. And the, same thing, they uh, the Parks of Rec came to us and said, "Okay." Chart through your weekly. What would you use? Okay, if we built it, what would it expand? You know, conservatively, would where would you get other yeah. other tournaments or other stuff in? So we we wrote all that out and gave it to them and we're like, look, you build it, we'll be your biggest tenant. But from our perspective of a club, we need fields. Yeah. So you got to do this, or we got to do it. We, but we need fields. So we're trying to. We've been raising money, trying to go our own way, but understanding if that if something like that comes along you know, yes, we would go that route. Right. So but we're not walking our kids in and going, hey, let's have an increase in sales tax
2: or let, you know, we're, we're not doing that. So are, is there private money being raised amongst your club to purchase land or? Currently be, there is, yeah. There is a big mm-hmm. campaign going? Yeah, Okay. we um, in the quiet phase. Sure. That's why we're talking about on the pod.
1: Right. <laughs> and radio and all that. Right. But, yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're the, you said you're the co-chair of that Gapo mm-hmm. campaign, right? Right. So how long have you been specifically um, working on that? So we announced at
1: last year's tournament that hey, we need to start raising money. I mean sounds crazy, but we had not done that to that point. It was like, we need to start raising money. So we started doing, you know, the fundraisers, and the get people involved, and it, you can do a lot of dining to donates, you're not going to raise three million bucks doing yeah. that. So then it was, okay, now we need to get more purposeful, you know, money's not just coming in, people aren't just going, here's a million dollar check. Right. So now we're doing more focused, purposeful asking, and yeah. and looking for partnerships and sponsorships. And
2: I mean, 2,000 kids, you know how many families that
1: impacts? Uh, uh, I don't know the number, I mean, not everybody one-to-one right clearly but uh, yeah, probably probably 1200 would be my top ahead guess
2: it's, so you, it's a lot more than people realize sure it's more than I thought there were sure. yeah. absolutely so you mentioned three million is that your is that your target then? yeah yeah,
1: yeah. We, we went through and figured out okay what would we would need as far as land it, again just to take the current fields and kind of replace them someplace else um, you could go bigger scale and, and we've looked at this um, you know, we think about 15 million would get us a really nice, just doing simple math, you do like a tennis dome yeah, out yeah, there, you right. know, the, so you're talking from with $3 million mm-hmm. there. Um, we talked to turf people, it would take about a million dollars to put turf down. So you do one, two, three fields. Okay. There's 3 million, yeah. uh, by the land, that's one and a half to 2 million. Grade it. That's a million. So you just start kind of going through and figuring out. Yeah. Reverse e- e- Yeah. And yeah. You could get up to 15 million and have a, a nice, like, think high school, um, bleachers and stuff like that, like a championship field, Mm -hmm. and you could have a basic indoor practice space. Um, That's not going to get the economic development. You know, that's not going to be a a place like Rockford or or the one that's being proposed, you know, $43 That's 16 turf fields. That's a huge indoor building. That's going to attract people and regional stuff here. Our
0: our type of complex, if we built it, is not that. So you went through that real quick. Let's kind of, like, go from, like, basic and work your way up, um, sure. kind of get a sense of what you get for the extra money, um, scaling between, like, so buying the land, like one to two million, yeah. is that what, yeah. okay, and would that be outside of town, probably? Um, uh, it or? could be, I mean, you get cheaper the farther you go from yeah. town. I'm, just uh, not, I'm, I'm not thinking there's any, like, 100-acre plots that are within the city limits. There are.
1: There are, there okay. are yeah, there are. It, I mean... If so, pull out your phone or pull out a map and start looking. You, yeah. you could probably identify a handful of the sites because there's not, to your point, 100 of them laying okay. around. But, but yeah, we're talking, I mean, think three-mile drive uh, outside Bloomington Normal, kind of the, the interstate mm-hmm. veterans, Tawanda mm-hmm. Square, if you will. Um, so we've we've had some other areas, other communities contact us, say, hey, we got all this land. Great, we don't, sorry, we don't want to drive 20 minutes and we don't want to drive to Pontiac not that they did but we yeah. don't want to drive to Pontiac or to Clinton or we're right. keeping it keeping it here yeah. at Bloomington
0: normal yeah. but that would be buying land that, that is vacant currently right you're not knocking down buildings correct right? yeah okay right. all right um, so then well you mentioned grading it that's probably that's not optional right you sure. can't play soccer on a curved um, yeah. on a curved uh, slanted field I guess Um I, it doesn't unless you switch sides. You can, but through, yeah, you can. It you gets a little have have the ones who are rolling downhill onto the goal. I guess they're lucky. All right, um, and then when you say putting in turf, um, that's uh, that's organic still, right? Or or could that be artificial? Like no, so I
1: would, in that case, I was talking artificial turf. So, okay. and that's that's more of a nice to have. Like the need to have is let's have eighty some acres. Love to have a hundred for future kind of expansion. Mm-hmm. But let's just grade that. Plant some seed, let it grow
2: and go. Yeah. So what's that cost? I think that's uh, that's the question. So what would that cost yeah. be if it was just purchase land, grade it, tall fescue it? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, 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 yeah. Yep. Like what's that? Uh, and it totally depends. I think three million would okay. get that job
1: done. Okay. And and here's why I say that. You you know if you look. Some land you're going $12,000 an acre, yeah, and it's all hilly, and yeah. so now you're gonna have to spend what million and a half to level it and do all that. Other land, okay, it's 15,000, 20,000, and it's flat and right. it has utilities and it has. Okay, that land might be, yeah, yeah, that makes it off. so, so
2: yeah. low end three million high end. if you guys not counting all the sports, we're not talking sports complex, we're talking soccer only. so so low low end, I think two and a half to three is okay. kind of your is okay. your range there um
1: for for basically taking community fields and moving, moving them and maybe having some crazy upgrade like electricity, sure, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's it. but we're not talking big paved parking
2: lots. We're not talking that stuff. So how much, Sorry, to interrupt. I Just no had a start in my head. <laughs> so, how much? How uh, how many more people could you serve if you had electricity, so you could light the fields?
1: Um, I think it would be similar. Yeah. It, it'd be or it'd be the organic, you know, whatever five percent growth. Right, or right. You'd have a similar. That's mainly you taking care of your club. If you could light the fields, though, the big advantage is practice times. Yeah. So you could schedule in a couple more. So right now, you know, you're you're conflicted by sun sunset. Right. So you have the younger kids come out like I don't know five to. Six thirty or five thirty to seven, and then you have a high school group come in at seven to eight thirty. Well, if you could push those times back, you maybe get a third one in. You'd or you can rent, rent the fields. Possibly, you can rent the yeah, fields, yeah. And get revenue. Yeah, sure. exactly. Okay. So there's, so there's some pluses. You'd be largely serving your own community. It's not like you'd have double the amount of people coming yeah, in. Yeah, right. Um, versus if you go to an indoor space, now you can train in the winter, which we can't do. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we can do if we go to game time or yeah. Heartland or wherever. Um, but you're not serving more people. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not bringing more people in from the community. I mean, the example I always use for winter, um, my son, we've been playing in uh, the, the Peoria League. And so it's frustrating to me. You go over to Peoria, go to the yard to play indoor soccer in the winter, and you're playing Millennium, which is from here. Yeah. It's like two Bloomington teams drove to Peoria and played soccer and then went and ate and did it. Why
2: don't we have that in Bloomington? Yeah. So two and a half to three is a low end. High-end for you guys, electricity, plumbing, AstroTurf instead of, uh, you know. Well, and it would only be AstroTurf, like, one field is about a million dollars to do that. So think,
1: like, Bloomington High School or the ISU, you know, putting that one field in, that's about a million bucks there. So then that's a what do you want. Right. You know, yeah, we'd love to have one more. Yeah. So that's one. But if you had more, then you take weather out of it. Yeah. It, if, so if right. you get lights and turf. Now you've you're really good for practices. You're good for people wanting to rent it. Yeah. Come in it. That helps. What if yeah. you're. You so also okay. tournament proof a little bit. Um, so, like, sorry, but, no, but Rockford, for example, uh, they have a ton of tournaments. They got a lot of turf, they got a lot of natural grass. You get a big storm that comes in or a or winter, you know, we played up there where it's snowing, where it's turf, you're, you're sweeping off the field and you can play. Yeah. Um, otherwise, if you're on grass, they're canceling the tournament and, and you know, they're okay.
0: losing money. So, I was going to ask what the pros and cons were of AstroTurf because my. Uh, my only experience <coughs> comes from a child and falling down on it and getting that nice burn yeah. on your leg. Yeah. So I know that's a con. They, well, Safety they've changed wise. it quite a bit. Yeah, oh, okay. so I mean. like there've been improvements in the last 25 years. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like black, like the last time I played on was like black tire rubberized yeah. type
1: stuff. Oh, and oh, and even they've changed
2: that a little. Okay. Where you know it's this like almost spongy,
1: soft okay. little round pellet. Sort oh okay. of like, yeah.
0: Yeah, we, the one we had was definitely, like, plastic. Oh, so okay. was, with
1: the concrete under. And yes, yes, <laughs> and exactly, up, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. We played yeah. tackle football on it. It was really stupid. They've changed that just but, a little bit. Okay, that's, yeah. good, that's good to hear. Um, but so the the, but the pro, the big pro of it, if I understand you right, is the ability to play in a variety of weather conditions like and clear year. it
2: off easier. Yeah, and then you don't have the maintenance. I was going to say, it, so what's maintenance look like? Tear up. Uh, even with, is there maintenance involved in the AstroTurf? That. Uh, not as much but uh, the way it works is it's usually about a 10 year life
1: okay life cycle um, so you are spending a million bucks and you're coming in in 10 years and you're spending so uh, depreciate out saying. your' 100 grand a year yeah but the maintenance side right now we, we got to worry about hey don't don't play in the goals. Don't don't practice over there because <laughs> a month in, it's a soupy, muddy mess, and it just doesn't work. So you're constantly moving the goals or moving practices. Yeah. You wouldn't have those sort of issues on a turf because, you know, you, you roll out new pellets or sure, sure,
2: mm-hmm. brush it, whatever they do. And and a big – I'm going backwards here a little bit. Sorry, my brain's all over the place. But, it, <clears throat> but the big reason why it's important to have all of these fields together, because that's the argument that I keep hearing is use the Huge. parks, yep. um, use the schools, use all these things. Uh, one of the arguments I have heard is because, you know, if you have a family with two or three kids, then you got the parents running all over the place. People are missing practices, especially when you don't have electricity. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you don't have the, the nighttime. Yeah, and, and that's a safety issue. You know, you're dropping your 8-year-old
1: off at Rolling Brook Park and then rolling up to uh, Hershey and, and dropping off the twelve, and then going to Calvary Baptist and picking up. So we see this. I uh, and, and then you don't have people that will come here for tournaments because how do you do a tournament that right, way? Yeah, you You're not going to have... Twelve teams of Rockford
2: be all over the place, and even I mean, if you have a facility, um, my daughter plays softball, so she, you know there, there's a lot of Champion fields activity there. But some of the younger kids don't; they don't have enough fields at Champion to, to house them all. Right. Uh, so they they still utilize the parks, and so I see. I only have one daughter, um, but I see parents drop kids off at you know their eight U at. Rollingbrook Park and then have to go all the way to Champion Fields to drop their 15-year-old off. So, I mean, I see some of that with softball, too, that, that... Yeah, to
1: and, and, and tournaments are different than practices and, like, club right. use, right? Um, so for tournaments, we, we have 150, 160 teams that come in from all over. So we're multi-site right now in that we use uh, the Sale Barn. Yeah, um, We'll use White Oak Park if we need to or Eastview or Calvary. Mm-hmm. So, but usually we go the inverse. We put the high school teams on those yeah. because you, they're not bringing in Grandma and sure. Mom and Dad and all the kids. You get that more at, like, the 9-year-old yeah. where the whole family shows up to watch. Right. So we have that all at Community. Fields, but then you got two fields out at Sale Barn. We'll put some high school teams on them. Is that how many sellers? is? There. Two at
0: Sale Barn. Two. two, yeah, two full size. Right. Yeah. So I'm still uh, still wanting to work from like three million up to the uh, the forty some for the sport complex. Sure. So. Um, so I'll million get there per real quick for you. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'm trying to do the big hitters and not nickel and dime you. So million a piece for the fields. So you got a lot of you got a lot of millions so, in there. So they
1: called for 16 turf fields. Yep. So there's 16, million. roughly okay. 16 million.
0: Um, so if you're talking like. Uh, like getting plumbing in there, so you've got like a lock. You got locker room facilities. You got um, public restrooms yeah. and maybe like a concession stand or a restaurant or, or yeah, or yeah. restaurant stuff. So how much? How much are we? T- I'm clearly that's going to
1: vary a lot, but like, yeah, you'd, can you you'd have to ballpark that for me. You'd have to pull that up. I think the building they they said was about twenty million, and it was a two. It was a uh, inflatable dome style, but it was big enough to hold two fields inside the thing so to, like two softball fields back to back basically because they're thinking not only soccer but sure baseball lacrosse softball.
0: i remember them pitching a lot of lacrosse and yeah. softball and right yeah yeah so i mean sorry referring my question let's say that like you're you're currently at community fields and you wanted to and plumbing's already like running in there let's say so you, you wanted to just like build a locker room facility right so you got roast rooms there do you have any idea how much that costs? depends on the Defense. type of building you want to be i mean
1: yeah. a, a morton building or something you could Hundred grand probably get get by with it if you're building something that you know a little more bricks and mortar. Yeah. So you got you could go up half a million. You got a few. But
0: I mean you got you got a you could you could spend you could spend a million or two on like buildings and facilities if if you wanted to if you wanted to yeah okay so when you when you think then about a if you're gonna break up like a forty million dollar price tag the big hitters are the, the 20 dome, million for the don't for the building for having it being covered yep. right then 15 to 20 for the surfacing for the itself turf. yep and then the land is like maybe third if you, but it's kind
2: So so half of this is the proposal for the sports complex which I know that's not your yep. expertise in particular but half of it is was dome
0: mm-hmm.
2: right, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah,
0: yeah, interesting.
1: But but that's where. Um, so I saw that price tag come from the consultant. And was like, whoa, that's a huge number. Um, the thing that I like that they did was they recognized that you're going to need to have some sort of big facility like that if you want to attract indoor, especially winter. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You have to have that. Um, you just can't, you know. If you're going to build the caterer, you're going to build champagne. Don't don't do that. Yeah. Don't don't go medium. Don't go don't build game time gym. Right. It, yeah. it, in other words, so I mean, I you don't
2: have to be bigger to attract that economic. So is there? Where's the clo- on based on their proposal that you saw? Where's the closest facility like that? Rockford, 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 has Rockford has Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> yeah. very similar. It's about
1: I think it's 16 million. They have one full indoor. And then they have some smaller, two little smaller indoor, and they have a restaurant and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. That's where they do, like, the
2: State President's Cup. They do ODP. Have we seen, um, I'm probably got, like, again, I'm, I'm asking... Sure. the soccer guy but who, who may or may not know, but do you know if the economic impact that's had, how long has that been there? Have they recouped some of the costs? Was there any, How much public dollars went into that? Yeah, I,
1: I can't go exactly into yeah. it, but, but we, we've actually talked to the people that put Rockford together yeah. saying, hey, what'd you do? And it was a uh, soccer club, uh, the local parks and rec community, mm-hmm. or uh, the, the actual park district community, so government, yeah. soccer club, and then uh, Mercy Hospital, oh, okay. a big, big hospital yeah. group. There. So it's the sports core one and two okay. are the facility names but kind of those three came together and they started of hey we're gonna do this this big thing and then they've made money they they program the heck out of that I mean there's yeah. we went up there for my son's president's Cup game and there's 12 14 fields of ultimate frisbee going on and I'm like <laughs> are, are you are you kidding me this thing we come back two weeks later they're playing ultimate again so yeah. they, they have just tons of programming and you can see now that they put up this 15 million dollar indoor right. building and so they're, they're getting more and more stuff there but as, as they told us, Rockford's issue is there's one highway that goes to, you yeah. know, one over from Chicago, one up from here. They're in the top of the state. And, and the quote was uh, that they told us, we're waiting for Bloomington Normal to figure it out because I've looked at a map. You're in the middle. Yeah. And all the interstates go your way. Yeah. And <laughs> so that's the type of complex that's the most comparable sure. to what they're okay. doing. But it's not Grand Park, which is the one in Indy that's like on HBO and okay. <laughs> that's $150 million. It's not that sort yeah. of complex.
0: So let's talk a little bit more um, after. Let's take a quick break here, and then I'd like to hear a little bit more about what, um, like, from your perspective, looking broader, um, the, the the pros and cons of the idea that's been proposed, as far as it, how it would work here. Sure. Sound good? Sounds good. All right, we'll be right back. All right, you guys have heard enough about us. You guys, <laughs> see, I'm not any good at this either. You guys have heard enough from us about playing normal esports. We pulled in Jeremy's son, who's been out here playing for the first time at Play normal esports. Just wondered, JT, what you thought of this place when you came in? It was fun. Kenny, <laughs> what did you, you like about it?
2: Um, the chairs. Yeah. Were really
0: nice. How about the computers, what were you playing out there? I
2: was playing on the Xbox, I was playing some Fortnite.
0: hmm
1: Then I'm playing some Minecraft, and I just died.
0: You just died. <laughs> uh, is it? Um, do you have those at home? Yeah. Do they? Uh, how does it compare playing here versus playing at your house? Um, less lag. Okay, fast, nice, fast computers. Yeah. The yeah, headset's pretty nice too. Mm-hmm. All right. Would you encourage your friends to come and, and check it out? Yeah. Okay. So I can have someone to play with. All so right. Not- <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, JT's endorse. That's a JT's endorsement for. Uh, Play Normal Esports, and we want to thank them for being our sponsor, too. Thanks. All right, Jeremy, we're back. So, so something that's on my mind, Then we started to get into it, is when you think about the difference between um, you know, taking what you have now and maybe making it a little bit better versus taking that next, like, $20, $25 million step to a sports complex there. What do you see as being things that would be a particular benefit for McLean County from doing that, and then um, what are the big risks that come to mind with that proposal for you? Sure. Uh, I'd say there's making that next jump to uh, a
1: facility like this being proposed uh, with the cities, two big benefits. One is the economic development potential that's there, and, and so then the second one from the club perspective, um, you might get people... You get nicer turf and lights and, and winter indoor stuff. You might get people coming in from Morton, uh, Champagne, Peoria, and, and maybe the size of the club does grow a little bit. Um, so so that's a perspective. But clearly the reason somebody in one of the city councils is, would be considering this is looking at the economic development. And then to your point, what's the risk? Well, the risk is Arena 2.0. Yeah. The, the risk is, is the economic development going to be there? No.
2: So what's what's been the response from Normal and Bloomington? Because um, obviously, the, I heard a lot about this at one time, and it, the talk kind of just went away, and now it's peaking back up. So, what is what is your guys's response that you've gotten from them? I mean, I mean, you, you can see it in the newspapers. You know, Normal's kind of been taking
1: the lead. The 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 Convention Visitors Bureau's been taking the lead. Um, where Bloomington's more been sitting back or you know looking at other priorities. Yeah. Um,
2: it ha- hasn't been as much of a pressing issue in the Bloomington sort side as it has in the north. What's been the community. ask of those municipalities to raise? Is there a dollar amount that we need normal to raise this much? Bloomington to put in this much? I, I can't. Sp- I can't like that. speak to
1: that specifically. But what I can say, I mean, you look back to three campaigns ago, like we talked. You know, it's hey, let's raise one percent sales tax and take that right. money and fund the Y and the soccer complex. Um, then, with the the Katie Kim Dave Stark group, it, I, I saw a price tag, You know, depending on what complex look like, $20, $30, $40 million. And it was, um, we'll build it latchkey and you guys buy it, the community buys it essentially, mm-hmm. and then runs it. So that was a different ask. Sure. Um, I, I haven't heard the funding or the financing method on this one. Okay. Um, but I just heard the price tag and kind of the, hey, let's do this.
2: So Or not, let's do this, let's look at doing this. What happens? Um, if the airport pulls, pulls the last, when your lease is up, they say, all right, we know we said this the last time, but this was really the last time. Right. Um, you guys have not raised the $3 million right. that you need. I mean, I'm just looking at worst case sure. scenario yeah. here. What, what does that look like? So we, in our lease, without getting too much in our sure. weeds, um, the
1: lease is a three-year lease and you have two one-year options. Okay. And so the one-year, there's a one-year option in there that if you've made, quote, significant progress... Mm-hmm. That's not defined, so it could be raising money, it could be buying land, it could be, we as a board, we're gonna do something yeah. uh, before we ever hit that point. So, right. um, if we, worst case scenario, could we trigger that uh, you know extra year and buy us a little time? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, hopefully, though, we've already gotten our ducks in a row, and and if the community option isn't coming together, then we're gonna buy land. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna start the process, and we're okay. gonna go
2: you know, kind of control our own destiny. So I don't know how much you know about this, and I, I wish I had more information in front of me, but Pony is self-sufficient, yeah. aren't they? Yep, exactly. Um, so, so they bought that land, they built the fields, and I mean, I know they have issues of their own yep. that, that yep. you know, it's not perfect out there, but I've heard that comparison. Uh, We've heard too. that comparison too. I'm sure, yeah. And,
1: and that was, uh, as I understand it, uh, one of the utility companies came in and helped and yeah. gave, them a, gave them a good deal, and, and they were much smaller right. and said, hey, we're going to start with this this and phase it up, which is smart, that it's now where it's at after five, ten years you know, yep. of intentional focused growth. It's a great complex. Um, it, uh, it's very good for serving members within the community. Yeah. You're not going to have tournaments at, at Pony. Okay. So the economic impact isn't the same as like a Champion Fields, which was built to be able to do the tournaments and right. do the bigger scale stuff. And that's part of the conversation. Do we just replace our fields to take care of our club? Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is large, but just right. to do that? Or do you expand it and get all these other sports and potential tournaments and potential t- sports tourism? Because that's a real thing. Um, and that's something that I think people lose a little bit of, of the, the
2: money that's ha- over there. I have what could be the dumbest question you've heard. Um, <laughs> can you play soccer in a place like the arena? Or is it too small? Well, we, we've had people ask that. Okay, good. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um,
1: can you, yes, for one? One team, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. so then if you wanted to do a tournament, for example, right? that's not. Uh, yeah, yeah, so hour and a half games, we could get like sixteen, those better be
2: really exciting games. But like our our, our um, arena now <clears throat> currently does not have a football team or a hockey team if i'm right. if I'm correct. Um, so that opened up some dates, I would assume. So yep. for the maybe like the eighteen travel, eighteen year old travel league or whatever, um, to be able to do some winter activity, that 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 could be there. I'm just trying to think of all the the ways people are saying that we don't need to spend $40 million yeah. a- a- and have you, give, have you uh, give you the opportunity to address some of those and why that's the, not feasible the only the only way an
1: arena would work is if you had a club or a team like say Chicago Fire yeah. or you know a Manchester or Liverpool where right where it's like that one club and you're coming to watch that club and you're a fan um, yeah we got a lot of parents that love their kid but there's not people <laughs> going let's watch the 18U girls that right. about to take on Peoria mm-hmm. yeah. it's just not happening
0: okay so I get a little bit nervous anytime people start talking about economic impact, because people, depending on their personal persuasion, I see tend to fall on one side or the other. Either it's um, it's totally bogus and it's all assumption-driven, and it's this word that um, liberal utopians use to justify extravagant government spending—that everything will pay for itself. It's kind of magical thinking. And then there's the other side where you know, I guess I I I guess I'd just portrayed others, the other side. You know, there's um, people will come in and uh, this money we spend here will encourage more people to spend money in our economy and that in turn will, you know, produce like a snowball effect. And so I'm always assuming it's somewhere in the middle of those two things. Uh, and like how, um, but it is very assumption driven. You got to make some guesses and there's nothing that shows up on the city's income statement that is aligned. This is economic impact. So there's not really a way to measure how accurate those projections are. So where does that idea come into play in terms of like convincing you that this is a, a good idea from like a financial standpoint?
1: That's a great question. It's really tough. I mean, me personally, I'm, I'm, I'm like you said, skeptical on uh, I think a lot of bad policy gets made based on just tweaking an assumption here and there, um, and, and that's a big danger, right? And that would probably be the biggest criticism of the arena up front is, oh, it'll pay for itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think those critics are right to be skeptical and to, to challenge that. You can't paint too rosy of a picture. That being said, there's a, to your point, there's another spectrum. And what I know is is we go and spend five, six hundred bucks on a weekend on a tournament. And and I've heard a lot of critics say, Why doesn't some private group or why don't you guys just do this on your own? The issue is when I go to a different community, like we're going to Madison, Wisconsin here two weeks for a tournament, you spend six hundred bucks, three hundred of that went to the tournament. 100 went in food or whatever, 50 bucks in gas. You start breaking it out, $50 for the entry fee went to the club that's hosting the tournament. So, yeah, $600 being spent. The club itself only made 50 bucks of that. That's not enough to run a facility and do that. That's why most of these facilities are community, you know, or public, private, or or something. Um, But there's a slippery slope there. Just because there's 600 bucks, is that enough money being brought into the community? Um, To then off the tax revenue and all that pay for facility when Rockford it works because they are programming the heck out of it And they have something going every single weekend in Fishers, Indiana for that Grand Park one It works for them because it's 150 million dollars and they are having massive tournaments and That is a business that is an enterprise and that community spent a lot of money Would that work here? Maybe. I'm not sure. And, and that's the risk. Yeah. And, and that's where we say, don't go medium. Either we move our fields and replace our fields with similar, or you go with a bigger facility. Do not go with this medium like, oh, well, it's one indoor, one... Do-. No, don't, don't build a, a, a soccer dome like, you know, a tennis dome. That's not going to attract everybody, and you got to go a little bit yeah. bigger. So,
0: so yeah. So I, I unpack that a little bit then. So the the medium option then, you're having a lot of extra cost, but you're not getting big enough that you can really facilitate true sports tourism and the size and the year round use and the varied use that you would get from a. a True Sports Complex. Is you, yeah, you're, you're not saying? you're not
1: as likely to differentiate yourself um, from a Peoria that say has a Louisville Slugger Complex and has a yard indoor facility and has a club that has a Morton Building. That if if you are just building a like you know can have one smaller field indoor, that's not enough of a differentiator. So then don't spend the money for that building unless you're just looking at it as this is going to be inner. This is going to be club, indoor winter training, or we'll we'll rent it out to lacrosse or softball. uh, You can run a very profitable business. I mean, look at a game time gym. You can run a business like that on that model. That's what that is. That's not going to generate economic development from people coming outside the community.
2: What what other sports can be played on a soccer field that they've talked about like
1: lacrosse, la-crosse cricket or, or big big depending Liverpool. on the uh, the layout um, right. you could do football basic football stuff sure like so American maybe some football of the JFL football
2: yeah yeah of
1: exactly because I think they struggle
2: to find fields sometimes too
1: don't they yeah the, and and then if it's indoor I mean I I know you have a basketball team or a baseball team they're in every <laughs> school gym around mm-hmm. here there I mean yeah. they can't. F- there's not enough indoor space in this community. I think everybody kind of realizes that. Yeah. So you could rent that out. Um, and that's what even the town's like. Hey, we'd, we'd build this, and that would be full in
2: the winter. So is there, um, look, like thinking of like a much larger Harmony Park model, mm-hmm. where you guys raise the money to purchase this stuff and maybe some of the land and then the... Town or the cities, Parks and Rec comes in and puts it together. And you know, is there that kind of talk? Has there been that kind of talk we'd, in the past? We'd, we'd be open to it. Um, we've had a couple of groups approach us and say, like, "Hey, the the building is the
1: money maker. Yeah, and it is. Hey, could could we do some building or something like that with you guys?" Um, and, and our response is, hey, we're open to talking on that. Um, but if we have $3 million, we need fields, yeah. not the $3 million building. Right. So, hey, if you guys want to do the building and we'll do the fields, let's talk. Yeah. Um, we'd, we'd be open to that sort of thing. But just doing a $3 million tennis dome-style <laughs> building is not going to attract people from Chicago and Rockford. And, yeah. and, and that's okay, but we need to understand
2: that you build that size, that's not going to bring people in. So from what I'm hearing, and correct me if I'm wrong, we're either you're you're saying we either need to spend the three million, roughly, to move the fields, or thirty plus to build a Rockford type situation. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't commit fifteen million to this
1: project. Don't commit fifteen million. Like we're we're talking about fifteen million, right? Yeah. For us. Then that's essentially us getting a really nice Equivalency to that Pony Fields, right? That 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 would be great for the club, and you could rent, and you could have some local impact. But you're not going to have a ton
2: of people so, coming in. So if I'm not a soccer person, I don't have kids, I don't play myself, and I'm I'm here in the city or the town, whichever municipality, talking about this, and they say, you know what, we want to support soccer supports uh, this in our community, um, so we're going to give, we're going to raise sales tax, for an example, and uh, give them $10 million of the $15 million they need. If I'm not into soccer, that's not a good deal for me, is what you're saying, because I'm not going to get the return on my tax dollar investment. I don't, I don't think it's as good of a deal. Now, of course, if you're a soccer family, you're like, yeah, I'll take it. But, well, maybe. But, I mean, maybe. taxpayers too. Yeah, I know, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there, There's bias there. Um, but if the community is saying, hey, we're going to put $30 million into building this complex that cricket can be used for, that we can host tournaments that will have economic development, you can still be skeptical, and that's fine. But you could see the reasonable uh, assumption that we're probably going to have an impact by that from outside Yeah, yes. Outside I, I, tru- I
1: truly do think if you build the bigger, then you start to have that economic impact. Like, that's real. We can talk all day about, is that enough money? Yeah. Is that worth it? Um, But but there's, you know, if you're small, if you're talking $7 million, that's a really nice place that the local community is going to use. Let's call it that. Let's not call it economic development because it's five, six, seven million. It's not. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, so it it almost seems seems to me like if you frame it as like if this is just going to break, if it's just going to break even from like a a maintenance standpoint and also storing up for future capital needs. So I would want to be convinced that. Not only like annual maintenance, but also when all those AstroTurf in the fields come due every 10 years, there's enough money being put away either privately or publicly to make sure that we're not just taking out, you know, an additional debt every year to do that. Um, And so if the if we can get comfortable enough with the economic projections that there is that ability to like refund itself where it is like a break even then you can make an argument. It is to the benefit of the community to be viewed as, like, oh uh, well, A, just for people to be able to play soccer in this place, but also just, like, the procedure of the community that this is a place that people see, like, oh, they come to, they visit. Um, so you can kind of, like, make the equation balance there. The city doesn't have to, city slash town slash county doesn't need to, like, make a profit off of it. They can break even, and then there's still a community benefit. Or maybe even, Nike, not all the way... Like, that you can decide, like, hey, we pay money for lots of things that we don't get profit out of, like public parks and the Constitution right, Trail right. and stuff, right? You don't expect that to be a profit driver. And so, this sports complex can be the same.
1: And, and there's two schools of thought there one's yeah. that kind of quality of life, and then one's the return on investment dollars and cents. And, yeah. and so, I was speaking more to that second group when we were talking before, but, mm-hmm. but you're dead on of, you know, if, if you operate under an assumption of, hey, it doesn't need to pay for itself, or it doesn't, because there's quality of life kids being active, kids playing sports, you know, that's good for the community, and, and we believe that it is, um, that's that's a good, um, then, yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to pay for itself in that case. But if you're in that camp of let's look at the dollars and cents and ROI – to Justin to your point earlier, I, I don't think that you get that ROI until you get to the bigger where you are being a competitive mm-hmm. differentiator, you're attracting people from outside communities.
0: And is that a reason it would be hard to kind of evolve into that like an iterate towards it? Because if you just have like the fields then you've kind of laid down three to f- three, four million dollars. but you know if you've got an extra let's say you're able to raise like another extra three million dollars. Mm-hmm. it's not um it's not gonna like linearly get you to that scale right if yeah. you really get the economies of scale when you reach that bigger size at, at the some 40 point million yeah at some point tag. there's a
1: tipping point i don't know what that is mm-hmm. and you also got to realize we're not in a vacuum so you know we're we're trying to do that phased approach let's say and we yeah. build a nice building and then rockford comes in and builds mega building yeah and, you know you, you still still mm. might lose some of the competitive advantage but um, if we were to go our own path on this, uh, part of the reason we say 100 acres is so that we could have a footprint for a building, so we can have a footprint for that iteration of phase two, phase three, phase seven, and, and build that
2: way. It yeah. would take
1: many, many years and over time, but that would be our game, our goal to get there.
2: I appreciate your realistic approach a re realistic view, I guess, um, of what you think it's going to happen. So. That's my question to you, I guess. If you personally, how do you see this playing out? Uh, <laughs> that's a tough one. Um, I, I think we'll know in the next 30 days, 60 really? days, uh,
1: kind of where CVB, normal, Bloomington are at. Okay. Uh, if, if that's viable, if it's not, uh, where they're at. But I, as I keep talking you know, in all these conversations, our clock is ticking. We, we right. have a calendar year and a half. Lease, lease goes bye-bye, right? So we as a club have to make a decision at some point. We're continuing to raise our money so that we can either go our own way or we could pay for and be the biggest tenant mm-hmm. in, a, in a facility. But I don't know when that turning point is, but at some point in the next four or five months, I think we're at that it needs to go or we need to go our own way. Um, so realistically, I think we know in the next two months, is, is this have, does this have legs or does it not?
0: And there are other clubs in town, right? So are you, are you, um, like, Coordinating, talking with them, so strategizing. Yeah, so with them. there's uh,
1: Millennium is the other uh, soccer club in town. There, there used to be two, Rain and Millennium, and they collapsed together um, and and use the Nord fields over there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some back channel communications to them. We're we're open to talking to them again. Some of the critics go, "Well, you guys could all move to Nordfield, and and they're not big enough. Okay, um, we couldn't. They're in the middle of a, a process of expanding their fields. They have a campaign they're doing uh, to get bigger, um, but. You know, it it would not hold us. Um, We're open to
0: talking, though. Yeah, okay.
1: We all want a solution.
0: Well, I'll just say from my perspective. Whenever we're talking economic impact, I always just encourage everyone who's getting those from anyone. They, I mean. I think you realize they are assumption driven and so if they don't if they just provide you like some a best estimate then um to me it'd be non negotiable to see a range of like what if things go more poorly than we think what if they go better than we think so you can get a sense of whether you're willing to accept that downside risk so um if you're in a position to help do that i just would encourage you and your uh, your group to to try to push for that and and we have and
1: and i'll i'll say i'll put a plug in on the uh study that came back the consultant i was actually surprised they did go conservative. oh they did do that oh, they, Okay, yeah and and you know how it is all all consultants that seem to say oh we went conservative and then you find out no mm-hmm. they really didn't from our viewpoint we really honestly look at the numbers with a skeptical eye went yeah they did actually go conservative which, which is which i think yeah. is strong but you still need to have a conversation still need
0: to have a discussion yeah. So my last question, if, if there was one piece of misinformation that you've seen floating out there in, um, in the media or in social media conversations or whatever, if there's one thing you wanted to correct, uh, what, what would be the biggest thing you'd want people to know? <laughs> there's, there's been a couple. As one, you, can imagine. You, don't have to, you don't have to limit to one. Yeah, um, I mean, the, the biggest
1: one is uh, people saying, well, you soccer people have been doing this or you know these <laughs> different campaigns, and, and part of it is no we have the fields and there's a need there we because we're losing the fields there's been others that have stepped in and say hey i have a plan and and here's where we can go this is the first time with us raising money that it's us actually going yes we need to do something and then also talking with the city and going yes if you build it we will be a tenant yeah that that's really the first kind of involvement that us soccer people have have had in this um second one is you get people saying uh well you know you they could all go to the parks like we've addressed yeah and, and you know uh, no it sounds great and i understand the thinking but that really doesn't work then the oh you could go play at nord fields or you could go well they're they're too small they're much smaller than ours and you know that's like saying well country and state farm can get together and get well you know they are Competitors to some degree. So uh, you can work together. But yeah. it, so it's it's a lot of those sort of us veiled assumptions of uh, or, uh, oh, the private sector can build this because they'll make the money. And that's that thing yeah. I was saying before of, well, most of the money doesn't go to the person building it. Right. Yeah. So that I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of those assumptions. And look, I get it. I, I totally get it. But you can't sit down and talk to everybody. Yeah, which is why we're here yeah and i've seen some stuff
0: i've seen some stuff recently too about like like maybe questioning why you need to vacate the fields but i think i I missed that one yeah Yeah, yeah, i think you spoke to that as well too yeah the
1: the faa is forcing us out um i i haven't had that conversation in the last couple years since i've been but it boils down to uh the the tenant or the landlord doesn't want you there anymore they've been very open saying hey you need to find a place to have it and it's you know, you're basically getting evicted.
0: Yeah. So it doesn't really matter why at that point to you, uh, (laughs) there's just, they're, they're encouraging you to look elsewhere. So, all right. Well, uh, we'll just wrap up. Is there anything else, uh, if someone wants to get in touch to either learn more, either, um, you know, to be, more part of the soccer community sure. to help with the capital campaign to to be involved in this where where should they go websites for more out
1: there illinoisfirejuniors.com we have the facebook page uh, reach out to any of us there uh, my my info is out there there's a give link for the capital campaign so there's there's different ways you can get involved and help out whether it's giving money giving time being a strategic partner business whatever
0: all right well i uh i found that extremely informative and um i think most of those misconceptions you mentioned are ones that i had when we first came into this conversation so i appreciate you spending your time coming in and talking to us about this
2: yeah it was fun thanks for having us
0: okay. well, well before we wrap we're going to give one more thank you to play normal esports come out here play some Fortnite, some smash brothers come check them out over on eldorado road and on playnormalesports.com. normal esports.com all right we done let's be done okay. All right. We are back. So I. (laughs) Sorry. I
2: just thought of a joke. (laughs) So why don't you guys just buy Greenland? There's plenty of space there for soccer (laughs)
0: fields. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's too cold. It needs to be covered. It needs to be covered there. Definitely be covered. A warming to work out. Oh, it's true. (laughs) It's a full circle. Yeah. All right.
1: Okay. (laughs)